The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome to the show. Are you ready to rock and roll? Let me tell you, you're going to rock and you're going to roll today on this show, and I'm going to tell you why. Because we're going to have an NFL star from the Eagles, and we are going to have with us, first, one of the top PR people from the National Epilepsy Foundation, who, as you all know, I'm a woman living with epilepsy, and I am the chair, but... Kimberly Meadows has been so kind working to arrange all of this for us for one reason. We want to get that message out to you that you need to talk about it when you have epilepsy or if you're close to someone living with epilepsy. Hey, Kimberly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Joyce. And Kimberly, first tell them what you do for the National Foundation. I'm the Senior Director of Media and Public Relations for the Epilepsy Foundation. Okay, so there you are, Oprah. Anyone listening to the show right now, now you know who to call, Kimberly Meadows. She'll be happy to get Epilepsy Foundation news out there for you. And, and Kimberly, um, it was so nice of you to help me uh, get this arranged. But I know you spent a lot of time with Jeff Pope, Alan Fanica, Jason Snellings. A question that I wanted to ask you is, uh, and these are all, of course, NFL stars, Allen uh, with the Arizona Cardinals and Jason with the Atlanta Falcons, and soon to be on the show in a few minutes, Jeff Pope from the Philadelphia Eagles. But were you surprised that these NFL stars were willing to stand up and get so excited about speaking out and up about epilepsy? I really was surprised, and I got to tell you, Jeff Pope is one of our one of our favorites because he's been with us from the beginning. Um, the first year, uh, we didn't know who to turn to, um, and ended up getting the uh, Subway Hero from New York. And then the next year, we thought, well, where do we go, and, and who will speak up? And a friend of ours uh, here at the Epilepsy Foundation knew of Jeff Pope. Uh, and his connection to epilepsy, which is uh, his grandmother has epilepsy. And so we called on Jeff, and he replied in, in such an enthusiastic way. He was able to um, stand in for us at the last minute on several occasions. He's just fantastic. Um, he's very passionate. He has, you know, as you mentioned, he's with the Philadelphia Eagles now. He's also played with the New York Giants and the Cincinnati Bengals. And in all of those markets, he connected with the Epilepsy Foundation affiliates. He has supported their events. He's done everything that he could to engage the community and to um, spread awareness about epilepsy and what people should do if they see someone have a seizure. Um, he has even gone up on Capitol Hill with us just this year to advocate for people with epilepsy. Uh, he spent the whole day on Capitol Hill, and, you know, I was just really impressed. I, I am, Joyce. We, we seem to be um, sort of caught between a rock and a hard place sometimes because there is so much that needs to be done and said about the condition to make sure that people know um, what it is and what to look for and how to respond, but um, so many people don't want to speak out because they are, um, you know, sort of afraid because of the... I don't want to just use the word stigma, but the mystery and um, the confusion that has come about because of the people living with the condition. So just to have these guys who have some connection to epilepsy willingly step forward and share their spotlight to raise awareness has been amazing for us. Oh, I agree with you. I mean, let me tell you what, when you see... Uh, an NFL star like Jeff Pope standing up there talking about epilepsy and how about his grandmother, but mainly about I'm not ashamed, I'm here to help, I'm here to speak up. It has an impact on young people that is unbelievable because all of a sudden it's, wow, look at him. 
He's not ashamed to talk about it. And he isn't. I mean, he has been, as you said, he has been fantastic from the beginning. And, and, and Kimberly, she's talking about um, the Kids Speak Up Policy Institute, uh, where he went up on Capitol Hill, you know, with a lot of these kids and then to a briefing that we had with our other great hero, Greg Grumberg, who we also love so much, the TV star Greg Grumberg. Uh, but he, he really has put so much effort into this. Um, he's that example, Kimberly, of the good NFL star. He's an excellent example of the good NFL star. Uh, and I say that too, Joyce, because, you know, he, he could easily lend his face, but he also puts, you know, he, he, he walks the walk and talks the talk. Um, he even started his own um, walk team called the Gridiron Gang, in which he got, you know, his friends and family um, to help raise money for the foundation to help, you know, further our mission to make sure that people who are impacted by epilepsy and seizures can have, you know, can participate in all life experiences. So he he really is um, is a star, and I think your audience is going to really enjoy listening to him. Yes, and you know what? If you just joined us right now, www.epilepsyfoundation.org. Um, I am the national chair of the Epilepsy Foundation, but if you go to this website, you can read more about the Epilepsy Foundation and about the walk, the walk that he participated in with those other NFL stars, and maybe you can talk about that for one, just one second, what impact that had on young people. Well, wait a um, minute. Hold it. Okay. Hold it. I hear an NFL star somewhere in the background. Jeff, Pope, do we have you? Yes, how you doing? Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? Good. I'm on here with Kimberly right now, Kimberly Meadows. Hey, Kim, Jeff. How you doing? Good. How about you? I'm doing great. Great. Yeah, we've been on here singing your praises, Jeff, because for everyone throughout the world listening to this show right now, as Kimberly said, and I can tell you this, and I know my listeners know, We've had CEOs, we've had, uh, you know, authors, from New York Times bestselling authors, we've had senators, we've had people from the White House on this show, and I know you know, I wouldn't say this if it were not a fact, this man is the real deal. He is the real deal. He has been committed to helping us from the beginning. So, hey, Jeff, why don't we start by you telling everyone why you decided to become involved with the foundation? I'm um, sure, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I said about about ten years ago, um, my grandmother um, had a terrible accident, and uh, she fell, and she had to have brain surgery. And uh, due, um, she had a successful recovery, but due to the brain surgery, the effects of brain surgery, she came down with epilepsy or whatever. And at the time, um, I'm 25 now, so at the time I was I was about a teenager and. Nobody really knew um, too much about epilepsy and stuff like that, and uh, it took her about a good two to two to three years um, before she was able to get the right medication or whatnot um, to where she was able to uh, handle her seizures and, and to this day become seizure-free. And so ever since then, um, it just touched me to see a lot of young people with epilepsy, and I didn't even know, um, this is my fourth year in the NFL, I didn't even know that several other guys in the NFL actually have epilepsy. And so when I was asked um, to kind of, you know, jump on board, I couldn't say no, you know what I'm saying? And my grandma, she's such a big inspiration to me because she raised me half my life. I just, ever since, I think I got involved three years ago, and ever since then it's just been it's been a great experience for me. Well, I know you're making her proud today. What is her name? Her name is Eunice Pope. Eunice, I want to tell you something, Eunice, and I had a card from Eunice once. She sent me a card. Eunice, your grandson is really a star, and I don't just mean in football. He is really, really making you proud. I think we have another caller on the line. Denise, are you on the line? Yes, I'm on the line, Joyce. Hey, Denise, how are you? Hi, how are you? Good, good. Denise, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone so they'll know who you are? Well, I, I'm the. Uh, my name is Denise Pease. First of all, I'm an African-American woman with epilepsy. Um, I'm the former secretary of the board of the Epilepsy Foundation of America. And, Jeff, you know me because I generally walk with you and Tony at yes. the walk. I'm generally on the other side of you. 
but I'm also the chair of the African American Initiative of the Epilepsy Foundation. And I want to thank you and all of the players of the NFL who've come forward to spread the word about epilepsy and to help other people in the African American community know about different treatment options and also to know about the Epilepsy Foundation. Um, our chair, Joyce Bender, uh, gives me the encouragement and the support to increase some of the initiatives of the Epilepsy Foundation, particularly where it pertains to the African-American community, but it's because of people like you, the stars, as Joyce calls them, who help us to spread the word. And thank you very much. Oh, thank you. And like I said, uh, um, it's, I look forward to it every year. It's, it's truly the highlight of my off-season or whatnot, and so I can't even wait till next year because I know it's going to be an even bigger event in D.C., Yes, and I would enjoy. I would. I would encourage everyone to come down to D.C. and join us in March of next year, um, because it's the first. I think it's the first weekend of cherry blossom, of the cherry blossom season. But more importantly, to see all of the people with epilepsy, our families, those that love us and support us every day, um, it gives us the encouragement and to find out more about treatment options. And, Joyce, you've done a tremendous job um, encouraging everyone with disabilities, particularly in employment. So I'm glad to call you my sister. Well, you're, I... you are my sister. And I just want to say this for everyone listening to the show. You know what? Denise Peace, on the executive, when she was, has been on the executive committee and a board member for a while, I just want to tell you something. She is a woman that has stood up and never stopped fighting for the African-American community. She is always there, always looking out for you. She is your person. She's the champion, um, and we just love her so much. Denise, thank you for calling in. Oh, thank you. And, Jeff, be sure to tell my, send my regards to Ted and Teresa Williams because they've also been supportive of the foundation monetarily. So thank you and thank them for thank me. Thank you. I certainly will. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, and with that, we're going to go to break for a minute. If you just joined us, aren't you excited? Aren't you in for a treat? We've got Jeff Pope, NFL star from the Philadelphia Eagles. But right now, we're going to go to break, and then we'll be back. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't you dare go away. We'll be right back with Jeff. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Get ready for a show that breaks ground on the subject of women in motorsports and what it takes to dream, believe, achieve. Gas and Go with Alio is all about the movement that is happening lightning fast in women's racing. You'll get a wide array of perspectives from the drivers to the fans, as well as what it takes to be a role model in a male-dominated sport. Join your host, professional driver Allie Owens, for Gas and Go with Alio. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on the Power Up Motorsports Channel. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific right here on the Voice America Women's Radio Network. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than three million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Radio.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. Oh, we got a great one today because we've got Jeff Pope from the Philadelphia Eagles, and I just love this young man so much and what he's doing to help all of us with epilepsy. And Kimberly Meadows is still with us from the National Epilepsy Foundation, uh, and Kimberly knows that I am all about talking about it since I live with epilepsy. Uh, and Kimberly, you had something you wanted to say. I did, Joyce. Thanks so much. I just really wanted to thank you and Jeff. You all are fantastic on um, the commitment that you show to the community, um, just the, the the compassion that you share with individuals that are living with it and, and um, the family members who are supporting them. It's, it's, it's almost contagious. You all have been fantastic for us. And the same to Denise. I hope she's still listening. Uh, the Foundation is really blessed to have you all on our side. And, and you can see the epilepsy is being talked about a whole lot more than it's ever been before. And I think we're just about to really tip this over, and I think your audience will see more and more about seizures and epilepsy and and what they need to know and and how they can help others um, in the very near future. Well, you know what, Kimberly? In this fight, this crusade, which is a civil rights crusade as far as I'm concerned, every single person is important, including you. So we're lucky to have you also, and I want you to know I appreciate everything you do to help us. Thank you. And this is not just a job. I have a niece and a nephew with epilepsy, so it's a, it's, 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 um, what can I say? It's kind of a crusade for me as well. And you've taught me a lot, and I've been able to share that information with the two young adults in my family that are dealing with it. That's right. And, what, and you know what? That will help them so much because, you know, whenever people are not afraid to talk about it, it makes such a difference in their life. So good for you also, Kimberly. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. We'll see you, Kimberly. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Jeff. Yes. How did your uh, family first react when they first found out your grandmother had epilepsy? Well, everybody was kind of scared because, you know, um, um, nobody really knew um, <clears throat> really what epilepsy was. And then she was old. Um, she's 88 right now. So she was uh, in her mid-80s when it happened. And so everybody was just kind of shook up about it. But, you know, the more we got educated and um, when she was able to get on the right medication, it really wasn't that big of a deal, and it just kind of, <clears throat> the more I, I researched epilepsy, it just kind of, kind of just uh, killed me how people would just, like, if you see somebody out in public and they have a seizure, how people react, and if they just knew simple steps to take, it would be so much easier, not only on them, but uh, the actual person having a seizure, you know what I mean? Yes. I Yes, I always tell people that if uh, I have a seizure, it's going to be worse for uh, you than it is for me. And what I mean by that is you come back out of the seizure and there everyone is looking at you like you're a freak and hysterical. And you, if you're listening to the show about epilepsy, listen to me. Don't do that. Don't do that when someone has a seizure. As a matter of fact, let me give you another quick little lesson. Don't put anything in the person's mouth either. That's an urban legend that you swallow your tongue. See, if you try to do it right now, you won't be able to do it. So don't do that. The best thing you can do is be supportive and i'm sure sure it means so much to your grandmother that you've been doing this for her jeff yeah it does she um she you know she is elderly or whatever and um she lives in metro detroit right now so i go i, I talk to her actually every night or whatever um and I, every time i go home i, I uh, see her every day that i'm home but it really means a lot to her that i'm uh her and my mom that i'm, I'm giving back how i am especially um with the with the walk in dc that's gotten so much bigger um since i, since I started doing it a couple years ago well, I want actually to talk about that for a minute. I wanted to ask you about that national walk, what that means to you, what you think about it, and if, if you were surprised when you first went there. Well, when I first uh, I first did it three years ago, um, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, we actually didn't have good weather. I don't know if you remember. I remember, yes. Yeah, it wasn't good weather, and so I didn't know what to expect. But when I got out there, um, just the people that – that came up to me and just just to say thank you for even being there, um, it just meant so much to me or whatever. Um, from little kids to elderly people um, to politicians like Tony that I'm actually a good friend with now, um, it just meant so much to me. So 
now I actually look forward to it. As soon as the season's over with in mid-January, early February, I look forward to it. And uh, I, 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 tell, I tell everybody about it, um, about giving donations. And I actually make some of my teammates feel bad if they, they act like they don't want to give me a donation because I know for, for people who have it, it's so much easier to give. And that's all, that's all we want to do is just to raise awareness so people can talk about it like Greg says. So um, I look forward to it. It's a big deal for me every offseason. You see, at the end of March every year is the National Epilepsy Walk in Washington, D.C., and there you are during Cherry Blossom Festival. You're seeing the Washington Monument and the Capitol, and there you are on that walk. But guess who else you're seeing? You're seeing Jeff Pope. You're seeing these NFL stars who are taking time out of their schedule. They don't just go. They speak. They speak to the young people, they speak to people with epilepsy, and they do the entire walk. So if you want his autograph, the end of March is the National Epilepsy Walk next year. And I have to ask you this, Jeff, you are an extraordinary young man. As a matter of fact, anyone listening to the show, media or if you are in a national uh, media conference situation, this is the person, when it comes to really being a role model, that you should be showcasing. It's Jeff Pope. As a matter of fact, I tell that to everyone in D.C. about what a great role model he is. But I have to ask you, uh, Jeff, wh- why are you like this? I mean, it is unbelievable how generous and how giving and kind you are. Um, I mean, were you always like this, or did something happen to you? What? Why are you like this? Oh, well, first I want to say thank you, and um and honestly, it's probably, it probably has a lot to do with uh, the reason I started uh, getting involved with the uh, the uh, foundation is my grandma and my mom. You know, I was raised by two strong black women, and uh, they always they always exemplified to me treat treat people how you want to be treated. And so that's what I try to do because um, you know I, I know that I'm blessed or whatever to play in the National Football League or whatnot. And so if I can't use what God has blessed me with um, these great talents, what God has blessed me with to help other people out. It's just a waste of time because I won't be in the NFL forever. So um, anything I can do um, to help somebody else out or just to put a smile on their face when I know they're struggling um, emotionally or financially or whatever, that makes my day because, like I said, if, if I'm in the NFL, that's great for me. But if I can't use what God has blessed me with to help others out, then it's just a waste of time. And I'd rather, I'd rather when I pass away and my time is over, I'd rather people say, you know what, he cared, you know what I'm saying, versus – he just blew his money or he didn't give back to the community. So that that's pretty much my mission, especially helping out with epilepsy. You know what? You, I just, every time I'm with you, I like you more every time I'm with you. You are just <laughs> an awesome one. You see why I'm telling you folks, if you're listening to the show, this is your media man right here because he is the real deal and he does make a difference. Okay, well, we're also live on Twitter and Facebook in addition to having callers call in. And uh, we have a caller from California saying, um, first of all, Jeff, thank you so much for what you're doing because I believe you are helping children across America living with epilepsy by standing up, by doing what you're doing. Uh, what I wanted to ask you is do you speak frequently across the country um, or just during the time with the foundation. Um, and, I, I, and that's Nancy. Um, yeah, thank you again for your call and your support. And actually, I don't really speak that much um, around the country. Um, I do speak um, at several football camps for younger children about just staying motivated and staying out of trouble and the importance of you know getting your degree um, versus putting all your eggs and trying to play professional sports. And um, like I was telling Joyce, I do look forward uh, to the epilepsy walk and speaking to the large crowd, um, the thousands of people. And actually uh, coming up this year, um, next weekend, matter of fact, in Philadelphia, um, I'm helping out the Philadelphia chapter of um, epilepsy, um, which is my first year doing it, speaking to that large group. And it's not – I actually would like to speak to more groups. It's just that um, – I don't know. I just haven't or whatnot. I don't really have um, PR for my football or whatnot. And so – uh, with my schedule of training and off season, if I could fit some stuff in, I, I certainly would or whatnot. So I know I know I'm supposed to be getting up with Greg in California and maybe doing some stuff with him um, with his campaign about talk about it. But I actually would like to do more, um, talk to more people just about 
not only just about like younger kids staying out of trouble and um, valuing, you know, your parents' direction or whatnot, but just about epilepsy as well because a lot of people still don't know about it. And when you look at epilepsy compared to the other major um, illnesses or conditions such as cancer, um, diabetes, epilepsy affects just as many people, yet we lack the funding that those other groups get. So um, anything like going to Congress more or just just getting more exposure about it is huge. If I could do anything to, to help people out, I certainly would, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, think about that. There are 3 million people with epilepsy known. I always say known because a lot of people, they don't want to talk about that, you know, they're living with epilepsy. But I'm telling you right now, you need to be willing to speak up. You've got to speak up. And here's a man that's willing to do something. Um, and I would say to Nancy that if you uh, contact the National Epilepsy Foundation, uh, Kimberly Meadows, is, who was just on this show, would be able to arrange uh, something if, if you have something for Jeff to speak. Or if you're with a newspaper or the media and you contact Kimberly Meadows at epilepsyfoundation.org, I am sure they would be willing to do something or arrange it for you. But right now, we've got to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us, I know you're there shaking your head saying, this man is too good to be true, but he really is like this. Jeff Pope from the Philadelphia Eagles on our show today. To me, not just a friend, but an advocate, a civil rights leader. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice where disability matters, and where Jeff Pope and Joyce Bender are going to talk about it. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. Are you a wow, a wise, outrageous woman of a certain age who wants thrilling work, vibrant health, joyful relationships, financial freedom, and the new F word, fun, in the next stage of life? Join host Lynn Schreiber in the Wow Zone each week where you'll meet amazing women who are creating lives filled with passion, purpose, and pizzazz. In the Wow Zone, broadcast live every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Anything is possible. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. Hey, if you just joined us, what a great show today because we've got Jeff Pope. NFL star from the Philadelphia Eagles, but in my heart, civil rights star, because he's out there speaking about epilepsy, talking about it, and making a difference. I did want to ask you a question. Um, I wanted to ask you about Alan Fanica and Jason Snelling. You know, I've known Alan the longest because, as you know, he used to be here in Pittsburgh before the Jets, and now he's with the Arizona Cardinals. But, you know, what impact did he 
have on you when you heard him first talking about the fact that he lives with epilepsy um, and Jason Snelling, same thing? I mean, uh, well, Alan, because I met him first, and then Jason just came on board. But, like, with Alan, you know, he's such a big guy, but he's like a gentle giant. On the, but on the football field, you know, he's one of the best players uh, to play. He, he goes to the Pro Bowl, like, every year. And so for somebody like that um, to have epilepsy, it's almost unbelievable because if you listen to all the negative stereotypes um, that basically tell young children that they shouldn't play contact sports, um, you know, if they have epilepsy. And then you look at Alan Fenneca, who it doesn't get any bigger as far as contact or physical contact in the NFL, and he's on, he's on the, he makes a Pro Bowl every year. That's a huge motivation for, like, young children that are told every day, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. And so when I first heard him talk or whatnot, it was a motivation for me, um, even though I don't even have epilepsy, um, to give me the encouragement to, to, to encourage younger kids to, to they want to play football or play football or, or do whatever because you look at somebody like that who had who has epilepsy and he's pretty much risen to the top. He can't pretty much he can't get any higher as far as being more successful in football. It's a huge encouragement not only to me but to young kids across the country who have epilepsy. I know. And he he is awesome, isn't he? Yeah he is. He is, he is. really an awesome individual. And I think we have a caller on the line that knows him fairly well. Judy, are you on the line? I am on the line, Joyce. How are you today? Good, good. And this is Judy Painter from uh, Pittsburgh from the Epilepsy Foundation of Western and Central PA, but also a close friend of the Fanicas. Um, and as you can see, we have another NFL star on here today, Judy. I can see that. Uh, yeah. Mr. Pope, thanks. Thank you so much for uh, coming out and speaking out about your experience with epilepsy. I can't tell you how much we really appreciate that. I'm sure that you um, know that when you were growing up that people didn't, didn't talk very much about epilepsy. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't, like I said, until my grandmother um, came down with epilepsy, I really didn't know much about it at all. Right, and tell you the truth, before I started working for the Epilepsy Foundation, although it was 23 years ago, I didn't know that much about epilepsy. And most people with epilepsy that is controlled don't talk about the fact that they have epilepsy. And most families uh, don't, you know, for instance, you know, I'm surprised that your grandmother would even say something unless, you know, there was the possibility that you might have her see her having a seizure because so often we deal with other people uh, who even today, you know, don't want to tell anyone else that they have epilepsy or that they have seizures. And it's one of our biggest barriers in, you know, just having people pay attention to the fact that we need research for a cure. Um, but I, I also want to thank you for all the kind words that you said about Alan Fanica. And I'll tell you how I got to know Alan. Um, probably 10 or 12 years ago when Alan first came to the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, we got a note uh, that said, hi, I'm, and this just speaks of Alan. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Alan Fanica. I would like to, I understand that you have a summer camp for children with, with seizures, with epilepsy. I would like to help. And, you know, and it came through our, our staff email, and the young woman who, who got it, you know, sort of started jumping around screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know, I wonder if this is Alan, the Alan Fanica. So she wrote back to him and she said, are you the Alan Fanica? <laughs> and he's, because if you know anything about Pittsburgh and sports and the Steelers, you know that we, I'm sure, as well as in wherever you've been, but, you know, we consider ourselves very big fans, football fans here. And uh, so we wrote back and said, are you the Alan Fanica? And he said, yes, I am the Alan Fanica. <laughs> so uh, he immediately, we talked to him on the telephone, and he invited us all and uh, children with epilepsy and their families up to uh, training camp. Uh, and uh, uh, we wore shirts that said Fanica fanatics and fans and that sort of thing. And and he and the other players came over and signed autographs, and they were everyone was just so nice. And as you say, you know, when you meet Alan Fanica, you never, you know, he's not the same person that you see on the field making those tackles. No, not at all. Mm-mm. And as Joyce always said, anybody that's on the other side of Alan Fanica never says, "Gee, I'm not going to tackle Alan because he has a seizure disorder or epilepsy." Right. Yep. That's for sure. And if they didn't, they'd be sorry because they would—they'd be run over anyway. Right. 
<laughs> you know what, Judy, one thing before you go. He was trying well, see, what you said there, Judy, is very important when you said a lot of people want to talk about for, from his grandmother being the woman that she is. Uh, look, what, look what happened. I know. It's, it's incredible. Look what happened. Because if she were not like that, you wouldn't have Jeff Pope doing everything he's doing right now. But from her being the woman she is, look what happened. So from that one thing she did, exactly. now he's impacting thousands and thousands of young people. Exactly. It's sort of paid forward. It's that, yeah. that sort of thing. And if, if you know, if if you can get the word out to more people uh in the NFL that may have this or or you know we so rarely hear about it as you well know and i think it's still because some people think of it as a stigma but you know anything that everything that you've done we greatly greatly appreciate and uh uh we certainly look forward to working with you in the future oh well, i certainly appreciate it and i definitely will be there next year and and try to do anything you guys ask of me cuz i look at it as I'm not only doing it for my grandmother, um, who who did any and everything for me um, as I was growing up, but just for all the young people that are discouraged about uh, doing really what they want to do, and that's whatever they want to do, just because they have epilepsy. And Absolutely. you know what? I have a good idea here. To Judy, and not only that, all, and Jeff, Judy, I have an idea. So I know Judy. how you feel about your grandmother. Okay. <laughs> hey, Judy. To yes. You and every single epilepsy office in America, everyone listening to the show. Here's a show you need to put on your website for young people to go to. You know what I mean, Judy? Absolutely. This is a show everyone needs to put out there because you can put out there NFL star Jeff Pope talking about it. Absolutely. It will have an impact. And, and by the way, Judy, thank you for everything you do because you are so awesome. Thank you for calling in all Well, thank you, too, because you are both awesome. I really thank appreciate you. it. Thank Take you. care. Bye-bye. You know, I'll bet you have no idea the impact that you were going to make. But I will tell you, Jeff, that a young man came from Connecticut to the walk uh, that I have been working with. And he wanted to come to the walk because now he he finally believed in himself and he is a person with epilepsy. And this person had attempted suicide because he had been made fun of so much. And one of the things that he and someone else said to him, me, was how inspiring this was, seeing people like you talking about it. So, you know, you're doing more than you can ever possibly imagine. But anyway, Jeff, when you were growing up, tell me, did you ever really think you'd be an NFL star? Um, You know, I I honestly didn't. I, I, uh, you know, I love watching uh, football, but as a... As a young kid growing up in the inner city of Detroit, I kind of, um, to kind of keep me out of trouble, um, my mom, uh, like, almost forced me to play, like, every sport. So, like, every season after school, I was I was uh, playing sports or practicing on some team, whether it was soccer, baseball, football, basketball, which was really good for me. And it really wasn't until I got to high school and I realized how fast I was that I started to take football serious and I was able to get a scholarship and, I got an opportunity to play, and, and next thing you know, you know, I close my eyes and open them, and this is, I'm going into my fourth year. So it's just a blessing or whatever, especially, and it's funny how everything works out because I'm a big person on if you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to work hard enough to where I can do it, and that's pretty much how the NFL came about for me. That's wonderful. And you, are you are you number 30? Yes. Number 30. Number 30 of the Philadelphia Eagles. Everyone, did you write that down, number 30? Jeff Pope, you're going to be one of our heroes, no matter what team you play for. Jeff Pope, number 30, Philadelphia Eagles. Soon, Jeff, you will not be able to sign enough autographs for all of us. Oh. You're going to have to get more more of those cards made that you hand out. Okay. Hey, Jeff. Um, we have another question here from uh, Facebook this time, and this one is from New York City, from A. Matthew. Um, and it is about what we just talked about, bullying. And the question is, what advice would you have for your son if you had a son living with epilepsy who is constantly made fun of at school to the point that he doesn't even want to go to school? 
Well, um, especially uh, for a young person that that is being bullied, and unfortunately, he's definitely you know not the only one across the country or probably in the world that's that's facing that situation. Um, and I don't really know how to explain to a young man to kind of have tough skin because it's tough when you're in school, you're, especially as a young person. I know I was very impressionable or whatnot until I got a lot older or whatnot. But you just have to realize that some people, that's how some people are going to be. But he, all he has to do is find that one person, that one friend that he can stick with. And that's, that's all he needs is one person to listen to him. And as soon as he can find that, and, you know, honestly, I feel that that's a good situation for him because it will develop in him um, a maturity and a understanding that, you know, not everybody's going to be in your corner and not everybody's understanding about your situation. And if they don't want to understand um, what you're going through, you know, that's okay. But that just shows the immaturity in them, even though they might only be in middle school or high school. But it will reflect on them when they get older and they'll probably think back like, wow, why was I mean to him? He did nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? So everything happens for a reason. So if he can, if his parents can or his mother or father can instill in him that that toughness and just the will to kind of ignore them, because people get more mad when you ignore them than when you feed into uh, them bickering you or whatever they're doing. So if he can, if she can instill in him that toughness and he can just realize that, you know what, you know, I, it's nothing wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? This is how God made me, and God doesn't make mistakes, then he'll be okay. But I know it's tough right now because um, whether a young kid has epilepsy or he looks a certain way or whatever the issue might be, um, kids are all obviously getting bullied around all around the country, all around the world. So if they can just find within them enough enough pride and wherewithal to just ignore them and block them out, that's going to make them stronger in the end. That's all I can pretty much say today. And I would say this, no one is worth your life, whether you are male or female. You know, when people are making fun of you, no one. You hear what Jeff said? God made you and he doesn't make mistakes. That could not be better said. That is the way it is. But if you're listening to the show right now and you're someone that everyone's telling you you're weird, you're a loser, um, when you have a seizure in the hall, that you're really gross. If they're saying all that to you right now, Jeff, do you have their back? Yeah, I, I definitely have their back, and I, I guarantee Joyce does, as well as Alan Fanica, Greg Grunberg. Um, I mean, you name it. Tony Twenty thousand people that are yeah. come to the walk every year. So. Yeah, and see, that's what you need to do. You need to do several things. One, what Jeff said about even if it's just finding that one friend, you've got to find. It's so much better when you have someone with you. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to get a friend. But you've got to remember, they're doing the stupid thing, not you. You've got to believe in yourself, and remember what Jeff said. Ignoring them, excluding them, is more powerful than anything that you can do. It is. It really is. And Jeff, do you have? Uh, have you gone to these camps the, with the kids in the summer? Yes, I have. I have uh, gone to uh, several camps. Um... Um, I grew up playing uh, PAL um, football in Detroit, Michigan, which stands for Police Athletic League, which is, which is huge in Detroit. That's where a lot of stars um, are pretty much born at um, in that league. And every year I go back and talk to a couple hundred kids just about staying out of trouble and being positive and, you know, the importance of going to school and getting your education and whatnot. And so then I'm actually I'm doing another camp uh, this weekend in Washington, D.C., uh, where a lot of NFL stars will be. Um, we're pretty much just just trying to instill in them that message of uh, staying out of trouble. And sports is great, but if you don't have education, you're really not going to have anything to fall back on. So I I try to speak to as many young people as I can. Um, and like I said about just staying out of trouble. And next weekend in Philadelphia, I'll be going to the big walk up there. So I'm really looking forward to that. And everyone listening to the show, the walk in Philadelphia that he's talking about, you know, just go to their website, uh, and you can find it, even if you go to the main website, the epilepsyfoundation.org. But go to that website and register, and I'll tell you if you have a, a young child, male or female, they couldn't have a better role model, go to that walk. You know, you've got to get involved and get out there if you really want to make a difference or make things happen. 
Um, so, Jeff, you've been talking about a lot of things, but I did want to ask you, um, how do you like living in Philadelphia, or will you be living there? Do you live there during the, I guess, during the football season, right? Yes. Um, I like Philadelphia. Um, I'm a, I grew up in Detroit, which is I, I like to uh, think it's similar to the East Coast, kind of fast-paced, um, like New York, D.C., and so I kind of like that. I like that tempo of the city. And Philadelphia, you know, has a lot to offer or whatnot. Um, great food, um, just great, great fans, obviously, of the Eagles. And so so I like Philadelphia or whatnot. And uh, I, I got to admit, though, um, these past couple months during workouts, um, I do leave on the weekends and uh, go back home or either, either go to Washington, D.C. But I, I really like Philadelphia, which is not against Cincinnati, but more than I can say for the city of Cincinnati. So I really like Philadelphia, the, the city itself. Yes, and you'll be having uh, great food. Talk about great food and a lot of really uh, Philadelphia cheesesteaks down there. Yes, yes, they they have they have just great great food in general. So, and it's for me, you know, who um, went to Howard University in D.C. in my rookie year, I played for New York. It's it's right there. Um, those two places that which I love are right there. So it's it's nothing for me to drive an hour and a half to D.C. or an hour and a half up north to New York. So it's it's really close for me, and it's it's only an hour and a half flight from Detroit. So I can't I can't ask for more. Um, being in Philadelphia, playing for a great organization. So, well, Jeff, what do you hope? Remember, you were talking about before. Oh, when you get older, when you pass away, you hope people think this or think that. What What do you hope that you've done for the Epilepsy Foundation? Well, um, you know, I have big goals, but for the Epilepsy Foundation, if I can just, um. You know, I always talk to a lot of my teammates about, like, you know, it's great that you play football, but, like, nobody's going to remember you for playing football. You know, there's only so many Joe Montanas and Jerry Rices. So you need to do something more positive with your life that can affect way more people than people who just love sports. And so for me, um, um, and it's a blessing, that's been epilepsy for me. And so um, going on Congress this past year was huge uh, for me just to, um, talk to a lot of those people or whatever about, you know, the lack of funding that we get and how many people it really affects. Um, it was huge for me. So the, anything that I can do um, to help epilepsy out or whatnot and just young people in general, um, like uh, Judy said, paying it forward, I'm going to do it or whatnot because I don't – I know football is not going to last forever. You know what I mean? So um, for me – to be able to give back to the Epilepsy Foundation and people with epilepsy um, who might have, I don't know, negative stereotypes about athletes who necessarily don't give back and, you know, whatever. It's not only good to break those stereotypes, but just to let them know that people like me and Alan and Greg, we actually care um, about other things besides what we might do just because we're on TV or we might make this amount of money. You know what I mean? Yes, and you really do do it. You're a blessing to me, I'll tell you that. You're a blessing to all of us with epilepsy. Well, Jeff, you have already, I mean, you're an NFL star. Oh, my goodness. You've already accomplished so many things in your life. But if you had to name one thing, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment? Um, up to now, uh, as far as playing football? Anything of all time. Uh, greatest accomplishment um, for me personally uh would be my rookie year at winning the Super Bowl ring. Um, with yeah, the New, York Giants. New York Giants, right? Yeah, and uh, that that I mean, I did so many things uh, that that opened so many doors for me. You know, I I, I was undrafted, so I didn't get drafted, and uh, I got an opportunity to play for the New York Giants. I played in the playoffs, and we won a Super Bowl, which was a blessing in itself. But you got guys that play fifteen, twenty years that just want to make it to that game, and so for me to make it there as a as a as a rookie was huge for me and then I, I believe uh a week before the actual game I went on I went on uh the New York stock exchange and rung the bell which was an unbelievable experience. I don't it's not too many people that can say that. And so to be able to ring the bell for the New York Stock Exchange and then a week later go on and win a Super Bowl and have your name engraved on the Lombardi Trophy. For me that was that was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. For me right now, being 25 years old, and I actually have a birthday coming up in two weeks, that's probably been the biggest accomplishment for me. What day? My actual birthday is on June 21st, which is a Monday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Now listen, I would sing to you, 
that if I did, everyone would turn off the uh, show right now. So we don't want to take that chance. But I want to say I wish you, Jeff Pope, the happiest, most prosperous, blessed year and many years because we need you in this country. We do. We need you in this country. So, Jeff, what message would you like to leave with all of our listeners today? Um, for all of our listeners, um, certainly a lot of people with disabilities uh, who might have epilepsy or know somebody with epilepsy, um, like Greg's campaign, Greg Grunberg's campaign says, just just talk about it because um, the spread of, you know, us talking about it word of mouth is the biggest advertisement um, that we can give to people who literally don't know nothing about epilepsy um, and how it can affect someone's life or whatever, talking about it, um, just how to um, correctly handle somebody who's having a seizure in public, um, being able to get to the right medications or whatnot is very important uh, because you might not ever have epilepsy, but I guarantee in your 50, 60, 70, 80 years on this life, on this world, that you will you will one day either see somebody have a seizure or get to know somebody with epilepsy, and it could change your it could change your life or whatever because people always say it won't happen to me, it won't happen to me, and then as soon as it happens to them or it affects somebody that happens to them, they want to you know take awareness and get to know the details. But all we want people to do is just talk about it, and and by talking about it, that'll get get us the funding that we need. Um, for a lot of people who are not financially able to get the medications they need or go see the doctors they need to see, which is, is half of the battle um, right there with somebody with epilepsy. So I, we just really want people to talk about it. That's all. Well, Jeff, before we end the show, I want to tell you that uh, you have been a blessing to all of us, and I want to tell all of you out there, you watch this young man. You watch him because he won't be done. When he's done in the NFL, he won't be done. He'll be a leader in America. And you know what? You're still a giant. Maybe not by the name of the team, but in my eyes, you are a giant, uh, Jeff. And I just want to thank you so much for all the children, young people, adults, people living with epilepsy, people with disabilities, everything. For all of them, thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you. And I, I was glad to be on your show, and hopefully we can do it again in the near future. Oh, we will, and I end every show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader. So, remember, folks, we're almost one month away from what? The 20th anniversary of the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. So, in honor of Tony Coelho, I say, give us the right to be fired, says Tony Coelho. Jeff Pope, thank you again. Philadelphia Eagles number 30, we love you. I wish you the best. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 